slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, and it's a big weekend ahead as NHL free agency gets underway today. We will have a preview of what to expect from the New York Islanders, and it should be a busy time as, again, we have three important restricted free agents to resign and a number of our own uh, unrestricted free agents that the Isles may want back. We'll have a full preview of that. We'll take another look at some of the Islanders' draft picks from this year, five new players added to the organization uh, at the NHL draft earlier this week. We will analyze them a bit more. We have a very special Islanders' birthday of the day, one of the most popular players in franchise history, and a whole lot more. If you've got something on your mind that's Islanders-related Feel free to contact us by email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI. You could contact us in any one of those ways, and if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the air when we talk about whatever it is. That's on your mind. So let's start with the draft. And, you know, the Islanders didn't have a pick in the first two rounds. Don't do anything until, you know, the the 90th pick overall, the uh, 30th pick or 29th pick in that third round. The first choice in this year's draft, Alexander Jungkrantz. Uh, and you know what? He is one of those guys with, you know, decent skills and good vision on the ice, good good hockey sense. But again, there's a reason that he was available in the third round, and he's the kind of player where if we ever see him in the NHL, if he does come over to North America, we are looking at someone who's not going to be there for another two, maybe three years at the earliest in the fourth round with the 121st overall pick, left wing Alex Jeffries, one of the better high school players uh, available in the draft. I love, you know, he reminds me the way he passes the puck and sees the ice a lot of Josh Bailey in that sense. Also has a good shot, probably a better shot at this stage in his development than Bailey had. Uh, pretty good skater, not outstanding, but solid and, you know, the only thing is that he needs to get a little bit more involved and, you know, not be on the perimeter so much, but sort of mix it up more, get into those dirty areas, battle more along the boards, battle for positioning in front of the net, that kind of a thing. And again, that may change as he develops physically. And yeah, 
we're looking at, you know, three years or so at the earliest that he may be ready to join the NHL. We'll see and keep an eye on him. William Dufour was the next pick in the fifth round, 152nd overall, uh, traded tw- uh, twice in the past two seasons in juniors. But look, six foot three, he got some pretty good hands, can make some great plays, but he has to do it more consistently. I like his patience. I like the way he sees the ice. He's got a good shot as well. But, you know, for a guy who is six foot three, he's got to use that frame a little bit more. And that's something that you can learn from coaching. And hopefully, Dufour does. Again, these guys are all projects. They're only 18 years old. And if they're going to make the NHL, we're talking about a few years down the road. Matthias Rajaniemi was the sixth round selection, 183rd overall, and one of those big defensemen who, you know, is not going to put up a lot of points, is not a great skater, but he's, you know, solid on his feet, and, you know, going to be an own zone first kind of guy. And you know what? That fits in real well with the Barry Trot system. So we'll see whether or not Raja Niemi is able to develop into the kind of a player that the Islanders can use. In the seventh round, the Islanders added goaltender Henrik Tikkanen, six foot seven, one of those big goaltenders. I, I always think back to what uh, the late Charles Wong said, you know, when he first bought the Islanders, he didn't know a heck of a lot about hockey. And one of his famous or infamous quotes was, hey, why not just put a a sumo wrestler in goal, take up as much as the goal as possible, and no one would be able to score. Now, obviously, as soon as Charles watched hockey over the years, he was quickly dispelled of that notion. Uh, But, you know, we're talking about a big goalie here at six foot seven, and we'll see whether or not Tikkanen is able to develop into something. Look, Islanders in the short run, not looking for goaltending help. And, you know, between Simeon Varlamov, who is entrenched right now as the starter, and Ilya Sorokin, who may very well be the starter before next season is over, you've got two very talented goaltenders, and you seem to be set in between the pipes for the foreseeable future. Look, Tekin in a seventh-round pick. Let's see whether he elects to come to North America, and then let's see whether or not he can compete at the highest level against some of the best players in the world. We've got a very special Islanders birthday of the day today. Plus, we start our look ahead at free agency, which gets underway later today. Lots to talk about on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. And if you're looking to be your best wherever you go, you've got to check out Built Go. You've heard us talk about Built Bar on this show. Well, Built Go makes you the best you at whatever you do, and you can break through your wall, whether it's a mental wall or a physical wall. Break through it with Go every day. It's it's a great liquid that comes in one and a half ounce packages. You put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever or in your golf bag to really finish strong on the back nine. 
or just put it in your pocket to get through the day wherever you're going. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's all natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Now, Built Go comes in three delicious flavors, chocolate mint, peanut butter honey, or chocolate coconut, and it combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast-absorbing, so it gets into my system fast, and it's easy on the stomach. Built Go is loaded with good stuff to ignite my work. It's got beta alanine, vitamin B3, honey, and a little kick of caffeine. Built Go then kicks to keep me going strong. It's got vitamin B6 and 10,000% of your recommended daily allotment of vitamin B12. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health, and this stuff literally makes you look better. Visit BuiltGo.com and use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo. Let's go. And folks, if you're like me, dinner can sometimes be a problem. I mean, you want Chinese, they want pizza, and someone else is craving Froyo, but there's something for everyone on DoorDash. You've counted on restaurants, now they're counting on you, and while their dining rooms may be closed or have reduced capacity, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door, and ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. There's over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, and you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, or the Cheesecake Factory. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. So we'll have our free agency preview coming up very soon, but first a very special Islanders birthday of the day and you know to me one of the great islanders if not one of the greatest islanders most popular islanders of all time believe it or not happy 68th birthday on saturday to the one and only mr islander himself bob nystrom nystrom originally drafted by the islanders in the third round 33rd overall, which would be like what now? The second pick in the second round today. But 33rd overall pick in the 1972 amateur draft. That was the first year of the Islanders' existence. Played in 11 games with the Islanders that first season and remained with the team through the 85-86 campaign. 900 career regular season NHL games, including 235 goals and 513 points. A hard worker, couldn't really skate very well early in his career, started working with a, uh, a skating instructor that helped him, and then became a very, uh, a very, very con uh, consistent goal scorer, had 20 or more goals in six of seven seasons uh, between 73-74 and 79-80, 
including a 30-goal season in 77-78. And the one year that he missed the 20-goal mark, he had 19. So Nystrom, a hard worker, a digger, a checker, and a consistent goal scorer. And of course, Nystrom scoring the most famous and most historic goal in Islanders history, the overtime cup-clinching win in Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals against the Philadelphia Flyers in 1980 that gave the New York Islanders their very first of four consecutive Stanley Cups. And Nystrom, also a great guy off the ice. I've had the pleasure of interviewing him a number of times and speaking to him and always great, generous with his time, tells some really fantastic stories, and you will find a number of them in my book, Ice Wars, where I interviewed Nystrom for it. And uh, look, just a, a, a tough, great hockey player who won over the, the hearts of Long Island fans with his energy and his effort and his never-say-die attitude. We're going to take a look back at one of the better games in Bob Nystrom's career, his first ever career hat trick, and it came in his second season, his first full season as an Islander. So January 31st, 1974, at the Forum in Inglewood, California, Islanders taking on the LA Kings. Billy Smith, the goalie for the Islanders. Rogie Vashon, the goalie for the Kings. So two Hall of Fame goaltenders facing off in this one. It was the Kings getting on the board first, Randy Rhoda, his eighth from Butch Goring and Barry Long at 5:16. That was the only goal of the first period. After 20 minutes, it was LA 1 and the Islanders nothing. In the second period, Isles get on the board. Ed Westfall, his ninth, the captain, scoring from Craig Cameron and Germain Gagnon at 7:39. Game all even at one. That's where we stood after two periods. But in the third, the Kings broke back on top. Bob Berry, his 14th assist to Mike Corrigan and Whitey Whiting at 142 of the third. Isles trailing 2-1, to one, but they quickly managed to come back with Frank St. Marseille off for tripping. The Islanders get a power play goal from Bob Nystrom, our Isles birthday of the day. His 12th of the year, Ed Westfall and Dennis Potvan with the assists at 5.01. Two minutes and one second later, Nystrom tallies again his second of the game, 13th of the season. Dennis Potvan and Ed Westfall again with the helpers at 7.02. Islanders now have the lead at 3-2. And then Nystrom completes the hat trick at 17.25 of the third Ed Westfall and Jean Potvin now getting the helpers. Islanders skate away with a 4-2 road win over the LA Kings as Bob Nystrom racks up his very first NHL hat trick. And congratulations to him on that. As far as the uh, multiple point games, two helpers for Dennis Potvin, a goal and three assists for Ed Westfall, and of course the hat trick. For Bobby Nystrom, plus minus, well, Ed Westfall, a plus three, leading all Islander players. Bob Nystrom, a plus two. Nystrom gets the three goals on three shots. Meanwhile, Brian Spinner Spencer led all Islander players with four shots. The Isles had only 16 shots on goal as a team 
in this one. They were outshot 37 to 16, 35 saves for Billy Smith against his former team in front of 10,984 fans at the forum. So happy birthday once again to Mr. Islander Bob Nystrom. He turns 68 on Saturday, October 10th. We wish him a year of good health and many, many happy and healthy years ahead. Bob Nystrom, Mr. Islander, our Islanders' birthday of the day. When we come back, we will preview free agency for the Islanders and look at what Lou Lamorello has up his sleeve. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy, folks. Usually, we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today and connect with a healthcare professional to take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today, and if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. So free agency is now around the corner for the New York Islanders starting today. Uh, No buyouts made. The buyout window closed yesterday. And no surprise because the Islanders really didn't have any contracts that would make sense for them to buy out. It wouldn't save them enough money. They're still looking to accomplish two major things in free agency. The first is to sign their own restricted free agents. That includes Ryan Pulak and Devon Tays on the blue line, and of course, Matthew Barzal among the forwards. They need more cap room, though, in order to take care of that. So, obviously, the trade market is looking like the only way that could happen, but... It's been pretty quiet for the most part on the trade front. I think the salary cap situation, a lot of teams looking to unload salaries, not a lot of teams looking to take them on, and that puts the Islanders in a more challenging position. A lot of other teams, including the Stanley Cup champion Lightning, the Vegas Golden Knights, they're looking to unload salary, and, you know... It's questionable whether or not the Islanders will be able to do that. And the players that the Islanders are looking to unload, Johnny Boychuk or Andrew Ladd, have been mentioned most prominently. I can't imagine that in a situation where the salary cap is flat and teams are struggling to get under the cap, that either one of those players would create a lot of demand. So it's going to be tough, but the Islanders certainly are going to have to give up something in order to get something. 
there have been rumors, and I've mentioned them in the past, that maybe Simeon Varlamov gets traded. You go with Ilya Sorokin as your starter. Uh, that would free up cap space, not just this year, but down the road. But it would be awfully difficult to imagine the Islanders letting go of Varley after the very strong playoff run they just had, where he was often the catalyst or certainly a very big component of the Islanders' playoff success. So I can't imagine that Varley would be traded unless Lou Lamorello really has no alternative, and it'll be difficult to see what the Islanders do. They're also trying to deal with their own uh, unrestricted free agents, and there are three of them that reportedly the Islanders are interested in bringing back. Derek Broussard, according to rumors going around, have been discussions about re-signing Broussard. If so, it would be pretty close to the contract he had this year, which was worth, what, $1.2 million. I couldn't imagine Broussard getting more than a one, maybe a two-year deal for about that amount of money. Matt Martin, I think, is at the top of the list of players who the Islanders would like to bring back, mostly because of his effort, his hustle, and the chemistry that that fourth line has between Martin, Sezikis, and Clutterbuck. But again, I think Martin is going to have to give the Isles a hometown discount for that to happen. And then the other player is Andy Green, who has a long-term relationship with Lou Lamorello, is no question on the back nine of his career, And, you know, he may be one of those situations where, you know, if he gets a better offer elsewhere, he's gone. If he retires, obviously, he's not coming back. But he very well could wait, see what else is out there. And if nothing else is out there, sign him up to be the sixth, seventh, or even eighth defenseman, depending on how injuries and the depth chart bring, you know, fall out over the course of the season. Then you have Tomas Grice, who... I can't imagine coming back unless the Islanders actually do trade Varlamov and then maybe try to bring back Grice at a fraction of what they would have to pay Varley. But I just think Grice will get more money to sign elsewhere almost no matter what. And I think, unfortunately, Tomas Grice has probably played his last game as an Islander. We certainly wish him well. The other thing is the Islanders got to try to add some more goal scoring, whether it's by trade or via free agency, but again, got to open up some cap space. So, you know, do you have to trade a Nick Letty to free up cap space or, or, you know, maybe even a player you don't want to trade from among your top six forwards or top nine forwards? It's going to be tough, but you know what? I think of it this way. Is there a team out there with a better general manager than Lou Lamorello? I don't know too many. I think the Islanders have to think of it as in lieu we trust, and maybe, just maybe, uh, Lamorello finds a way to get it done. We will have all of the latest news and information about it as it happens, so follow us on Twitter and uh, keep up to date with the latest trade news, free agent signings, and the like. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. If you're enjoying the show, Please make sure that you uh, subscribe to it on your podcatcher of choice. Feel free to leave us a five-star rating and a review. It does help other Islander fans 
find our show. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.